Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3 in King James Version. Daniel chapter 3. Verse 19 and verse 23 to 27. Daniel chapter 3, verse 19. You all look good today. Thank God. Coronavirus is not coming here. You are protected. Hallelujah. You are protected. Nothing, nothing, nothing can hold you down. Hallelujah. The greater one lives on your inside. Come and talk to your neighbor and say, I'm glad you made it today. Say, I'm glad you are not terrified of the of the viruses. I'm glad you are not in isolation. Yeah, you are not in isolation. Two those one is in isolation right now. No, 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 no. We are not in isolation. Hallelujah. We have come to see our brethren. We have come to see our God and to lay at his feet. Daniel chapter 3, verse 19. Can we go one to go? Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury. And the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should eat the furnace one several times more than it was worth to be eaten. To verse 23. Verse 23. Good. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell pan into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished, and rose up in haste, and spake, and said unto his counselor, Did not we cast three men burn into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose, walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no heart. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Next verse. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the body, fiery police, and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, came forth of the midst of the fire. The last verse. And the princes, the governors, and captains, and the king counselors, being gathered together, saw these three men, upon whose bodies the fire had no power, nor was an heir of their head siege, neither was their coat changed, nor the smell of fire at pass on them. As you sit down and the choir go back to their seat, God bless you more grace, more anointing. Please give somebody the topic of my message. Say you will outlast the storm. You're not saying it with all your heart. Come and tell somebody you will outlast the storm. Okay, so that I can make sure that you are saying it very well. I want you to tell two or three people. Say you will outlast the storm.
Jesus Christ. Hey, tonight, I mean, this money is prophetic. There are times, there are times in our lives we may feel overwhelmed by troubles. How many of you have been there? Overwhelmed by troubles. It's like one more thing, God. I don't think I can stand it anymore. Storms comes in different shades and intensity. Sometimes it could be storms in the family. Children not listening to the parents. Children wayward. Children on addiction. It could even be between husband and wife. A storm will just arise out of nowhere and you begin to wonder who is this man? Who is this woman? They come in different forms and in different shapes. And when you look into your life, there are some storms that you can see in the past that look as if it's going to overwhelm you, but you, you actually survived it. Hallelujah. And you will survive this one too. Yeah. Amen. There are storms in different shapes and in different forms. For Joseph, his own storm was his brothers. His brothers looked at him and like, here comes the dreamer. The only problem Joseph had with his brother was because he was a dreamer. Was because of the purpose and the plan of God for his life. And because of that, his brother hated him. They said, here comes the drama. Here comes the dreamer. Let him come and let us kill him. Then we will see what will become of his dream. David. The problem of David was that he had somebody to kill his own enemy. David had Saul and the armies of Israel to kill Goliath. And because of that, an envy came on and Saul was against his life. He vowed to kill him. Some storm may be financial storm. The children of Israel, they left Canaan to go to Egypt because there was no food. Some storms may come in form of sickness. The woman with the issue of blood, the Bible recorded that she has spent all she had. She was not getting better. She had went to the doctor. She had saw a surgeon. She had consulted everybody, but nothing was getting better. A storm. What of the woman who was bound for 18 years in the scripture? This woman too kept on coming. She was bound by arthritis. What of the storm? I don't know how many storms. I don't know what storm is in your life right now. On a diagnosis that has never been recorded in the history of your family. Suddenly just come up. Storm. There are so many storms that we experience as a result of relocation. You move from one country to another country, right? When we came, we were there. We faced some storm. Some storm of you sending in your resume and they tell you you are overqualified. I've never heard of that until I came to Canada. You are overqualified, so we're not going to call you for interview. Praise the Lord. Some storm.
could be trying to settle in a strange land. What do I do? What cost right do I do? How do I feed my children? How do I take care? You know, those are serious storms. Some storm could lead you to do something that you never thought you would imagine to do in your life. Praise God. When we came to this country about 10 years ago, my husband came before me. And I'm like, wow, he's gone into a land flowing with milk and honey. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We said, he said, give me three months, I will settle down. And we said three months is even too much. And with all your certificates, you with mechanical engineering, masters in mechanical you will get a job quickly. That was our thought. One month, everybody said no show. Two months, I would say no show. Three months, I called him and said, we are coming to Canada. The agreement was, we'll join you after three months. And he said, no, 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 stay where you are. I said, it's too late because for renting, the house has been rented. We have moved to a friend's place. Ah, he said, no, you, you are angry then. I said, no, we are not angry. We are coming right to Canada to meet you. He said, I'm still squatting with a particular brother and he is in this place. So I said, we will do it together. <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, we are coming. He said, no, please don't come. I said, no, we will come home. Ah, me and this children, we are called. The children said we are going to Canada to go and meet that. <laughs> oh, we have announced. Everybody has known. We are going to a land filled with milk and honey. Hallelujah. Most of my clothes I gave them away, so there is no going back. We have bought the bridge here. I had resigned, I had done everything. Praise the Lord. How we arrived in Canada. The night that we are, glory to God, he got a factory job. <laughs> Come and say, the Lord is good. Come and say, the Lord is good. I said, can't you see that we are meant to be here? Why you were jubilating and celebrating and saying, oh my God, my wife, my children. The call came and said, we've got a fatty job for you. Make more payments. I said, glory to God. Let's just celebrate the beginning of a great, hallelujah. Praise God. Storm. A man who, when he sneezed, the pilot, the shiva, he went into the factory. Packing things. Storm of life. Storm of life. Though your beginning may be small, your latter end shall greatly And you know, and you know, sometimes the devil will strategically place some people, even when you are going to, through the storm, to kind of put some fuel to make it more. My husband came home one day, I remember it was like yesterday. And he sat down in the living room. I said, What are you going to eat? He said, I don't feel like eating. I said, What is it? Tell me. He said, No, I don't want to bother. I said, Tell me. He said, There's a lady, you know, it's a supervisor. <laughs> he said, There's a lady, it's a supervisor. I'm like, Where I walk. He said, It's like this lady just ate me. And he, this lady, lady just ate me with passion. I said, No, maybe he like you. I said, Sometimes women, when we like somebody, we, we do it the other way. He said, No, this one is pure age. I said, but what is he doing? He said, every time I'm in their machine, she will just go and increase the speed and everything will just, you know, scatter. I said, and I'm shaking and I'm shaking. I said, ah. I said, sorry. <laughs> he said, I don't even know what to do. I said, you are going because we have to eat. <laughs> hey, some storm in different ways, in different capacity. In different ways. And when he got tired of that one, incidentally, they took me to that job. And I went and I looked for that girl. She was a Jamaican lady. I looked and I said, You, you are the one that is troubling this. <laughs> the Lord trouble you in Jesus' name. I didn't tell her, but I was saying it in my head. Praise the Lord, because eventually I got a job in the same place. Glory to God. Many of us we have gone through some storms like that. At the point, we begin to question and say, God, oh my God. Oh, is it the way this thing is going to be here? What are, what are we doing here? But we knew that God brought us here. But and that's why Pastor was saying last week, because God led you to certain situation, doesn't mean that you're going to meet the road 
they are rosy or something. But the most assurance that God has given unto us is that He will be there with us. I will pass through it. Hallelujah. The journey of my husband began. And after that, he got tired of that. He went into the forklift, right? He started driving forklift. Every day I said, God, please, let him come home with all his members. <laughs> members complete. You know, because he has never driven forklift before. Covering him with the blood of Jesus. I said, God, please don't let him sustain accident. I can't deal with a man with one hand. I can't deal with a man with one leg. Holy Spirit. You know, this thing is so easy. We are smiling. Do you know I develop blood pressure as a result of that? I don't know the storm that you're passing through right now. Some of them show uninvited. Some of them they appear unprepared. We feel that we don't even deserve them. After all, I'm walking in the will of God. But you know what? James has the right answer for us. James chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Consider it all joy. Everybody say joy. Am I thanking God that I went through that? You know what? I thank God that I walk in the factory. I praise God that I was part of the line. I thank God, you know, that I had to go to the, I had to go to Valentine uh, to pick some of my clothes. I praise God for that right now. You know why? Because those things groomed me. I thank God that I visited the food bank. I thank God for every, every, every situation and every process. You know, because you know what? I started there, but I didn't end there. So you're not going to end there. Oh, you're not going to end there. Consider it all joy, my brothers and my sisters. When you fall into various trials, please open it for me in message fashion. You know, when you fall into various trials, be assured that the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. Hey! That is what God is building in you. Spiritual maturity and inner peace. Consider it a shared gift. Friends, when tests are challenged, some at, come at you from all sides. If they come at you from all sides, right? Go ahead. You know that under pressure, everybody say pressure. pressure. Under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true color. Hallelujah. Hey, brother, you don't know the stuff you are made of until you go through storm. Hey, there's a way storm brings out your true color, your true nature. But when you go through it, you see, the beauty of it is so magnificent that, you know, sometimes we just joke at home. We just laugh at home. We just tell ourselves some of those things that we went through then. You know, how I have, how my doctor said, you have blood pressure. I said, blood pressure. There's no blood pressure anyway. I said, yes, said, because you are worried. I said, then I, I was worried, but I didn't even know I was worried. Praise the Lord. But I thank God. I'm no longer on blood pressure pills. Now, glory to God. Glory to God. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. In this kingdom, there is no, there is no elevator. You've got to take the steps. You've got to take it. Don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do it work so you become mature and well developed, not deficient in any way. Come on, say amen. 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 So, you know, in the midst of that storm, the only thing that we go is your deficiency. Praise God. The only thing 
deficiency. It's your deficiency. It's your deficiency. Not deficient in any way. Mature and well developed. I see God developing somebody here. Hey, I see God developing somebody here. Angel behind me, I see God developing you here. I see God developing your tenacity. I see God developing your virtue. I see peace of God radiating in and around you. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. You know what the Bible calls it? Our light affliction is but for a moment. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 17. Our light affliction is but for a moment. Come on. That situation is momentary. It's momentary. Every problem has an expiry date. Every problem has the beginning. Whatsoever has the beginning was at the end. Every situation has an end. There was a time in my life when I thought I would never have children because I lost my first child. And I was crying, God, what did I do to deserve it? Today I am the mother of four children. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! There are times when we are jobless. But there was a time when I was confused. I didn't know what to do in this country. What cause to read, where to go. I'm like, oh my God, what is it? But today is a story. Every problem has an expiry day. Oh, for those of you who are going through your PhD right now, it may look as if, Lord, what am I doing? Why did I find myself here? For some of you that are going through your master's, oh my God, I don't know where to go. But listen, listen to me very carefully. That thing has an end. Yes. It has an end. It has an end. And the end is in view already. Can I hear amen? Your life 
both outside and inside. Praise God. God said, pay attention to what I'm doing in your life on the outside and on the inside. I said, God, what do you mean by this? How can I tap into this unfolding grace? God said, be courageous to stay, step into your unknown because grace is waiting for you there. Hallelujah. Can I hear me tonight? He said, be bold, be courageous to step into the unknown because grace is waiting for you there. Oh, I speak to somebody here today. You are afraid to take that step. But you know what? That grace is waiting for you there. Hey, until you take that step, the grace will not be unfolding. Hallelujah. Look at the children of Israel. When they got to Jordan, Moses said, just stretch your leg. And when they stretch their legs and they put it at the brim of Jordan, what happened to Jordan? He parted. Jordan parted. That's what God is doing in your life in the name of Jesus. You know what God told me? Like that grace is like a water. Grace is like what? It's like a water. It flows. It flows. When grace flows into your finances, you become generous. Hallelujah. When grace flows into your home, you become hospitable. It brings hospitality. When grace flows into your relationship, it's bad humility and forgiveness. When grace flows into your trial, you develop patience. When grace flows into your sorrow, it brings joy and hope. When grace flows into your eyes, compassion is born. So grace flows. Hallelujah. Grace flows. Grace flows. Don't forget the topic of this message is you will outlast the storm. You will outlast the storm. How do I know? Because the Bible tells me in Proverbs 3 verse 18. It said, surely there is an end. Surely there is what? There's an end. Surely there is an end. The expectations of the righteous will not be cut short. Bible tells me in Psalm 30 verse 5. Joy cometh in the morning. Joy cometh in the morning. We be may endure for night, but joy cometh in the morning. Joy cometh in the morning. Joy cometh in the morning. We be may endure for night, but joy cometh in the morning. Your season of joy is here. Yeah. Thank you, choir. Your season of joy is here. Yeah. Your season of jubilation is here. Your season of celebration is here. Yeah. We may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, David said, when the Lord turns back the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dread. Then said among the hidden, the Lord has done marvelous things for them. Hallelujah. say that when God is putting a bend it's just a bend it's just a column it's just a comma it's just an apostrophe it's not a full stop your story is not ending yet hey can I, yeah thank you thank you your story is not ending yet your story is not ending yet I see God giving you your desired job I see God putting you where you want to be I see God giving you everything you deserve in this 
break the rule. Yeah. After your break, you will even break down. Yeah. You will live to enjoy the breakthrough. Yeah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. No storm is strong enough to truncate your destiny. No, 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 no. And I begin to ask God, how do we know that we will outlast the storm? How can we tell? What do I tell your people? How do we know that we can outlast the storm? And the Lord gave me three things. Number one, you are designed to withstand the storm. You are what? You are designed. Come on, say, I am designed to withstand the storm. Come on, say, I am molded. I am fashioned to withstand the storm. First Corinthians 10, verse 13. No temptation, regardless of its source, has overtaken or enticed you that is not common to human experience. Nor is any temptation unusual or beyond human resistance. But God is faithful. I'm reading Amplified, sorry. To his word. is compassionate and trustworthy. And he will not allow you to be tempted beyond your ability to resist. But along with the temptation, the path is now on will always provide a way out as well so that you will be able to endure it without yielding and will overcome temptation with joy. Wow. God is faithful. Come on, tell yourself, God is faithful. Oh, God is faithful. 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 His faithfulness will be revealed in that situation. Yeah. Mothers here who are worried over their children, His faithfulness will be revealed over that child. Yeah. Because that child is not your own in the first place. No. No. God gave that child to you. You know who your designer is? The Almighty God. He shaped you. He formed you. He fashioned you in your mother's womb. I'm going to come close a little bit. Listen. A manufacturer, when they make a chair, this chair, there's a capacity to which the chair can carry. Let's say, for instance, 150 pounds. This, that's what this chair can carry. There's something they call, pastor, safety factor, right? Safety factor. There's something they call safety factor. Because this chair can carry 150 pounds. The manufacturer will not put it at 150 pounds or, or pounds or 70 kilograms. I'm used to 70 kilograms. You know what the manufacturer will do? The manufacturer will add another 10% to it. Right? So in case somebody forgot all of a sudden and sat on it, that person is still safe. Hallelujah. When the Almighty God made you, there's a safety factor. Hallelujah. When a man, when, when, when a builder, 
a building like this. They don't only focus on the window, focus on the roof, focus on ephemeral thing, painting and everything. No. That's not the only thing they focus on. They go to the drawing board. They sketch it. You know, on the spec, they calculate the wind that will blow. They calculate the snow. They calculate the storm. They calculate everything. And they begin to build the building according to that specification. How much more the Almighty God? When he made you in your mother's womb, he put the spec on you. He put your safety factor on you to make sure that nothing is able to pull you down. Come and say, I hear that. I hear that. So why, why are you worried? Why are you worried? Before any problem comes your way, God knows you can handle it. Start to look at, he knows you can handle it. He knows you are more than able. He knows you can handle it. So you are designed by God. He stood down. Your mind is exactly made for the problem that you are going through. Yes? Your mind, your personality, your character, everything is made in accordance with the situation that you are going through. So how can you fail? Come and say, I can never fail. Oh, no, say it loud and clear. Come and say, I can never fail. Come and say, I can never fall. When God made you, he factored into it the storm that you will face. He factored it with the disappointment that you will face. He factored it with the rejection, the hatred, the bitterness, the sickness, the rejection, the trauma before he made you your mother. So how could you fail? Impossible. Impossible. Safety factor. He put it. He sits as a refiner's fire. When God wants to pass me through fire, he sits there and he's looking at the temperature. If a temperature that is not in accordance with his will comes around, he says, no, 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 no. That temperature is not for Nola. That's too much for us. She can't undo that. Mothers in the house, you know what? We know what we do now. When we want to give a child a bottle to drink, we test it. We put it against our cheeks. Sometimes we put it at the back of our hand to make sure that the exact temperature that will not harm the child is given to the child. That's what God does. There is no problem that comes my way. God will first of all test it. There's no problem that comes your way. God will make sure that he tests it. Hallelujah. Come and say, I am designed to withstand the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Persecuted but not abandoned. Strong down but not destroyed. And blessed beyond the cross. For his promises endure forever. His joy is going to be myself. Oh, let me tell you something. Do you know you are like a palm tree? You are like a palm tree. Bent but not broken. Have you seen palm tree in the midst of the storm? The palm tree can bend horizontally to the floor. And you think it's going to break, it's going to break, it's going to break. Not a palm tree. He said the righteous shall grow like a palm tree. They will flourish like cedar in Lebanon. Let the storm be over. You see the same palm tree that is bent. You may be bent, you may be wobbly, but you're standing strong. <laughs> you see the palm tree begin to rise again. And by one week after the storm, it's standing strong. Come and say, I am a palm tree. I cannot be broken. Children. No circumstances of life will break my husband. We may be bad, but we are not broken. 
Glory to God. You're designed to withstand the storm. Secondly, you are equipped to calm the storm. You are designed. Being designed is even for being equipped. You are designed, but you are also equipped. Equipped to calm the storm. Equipped means supply with the necessary items for a particular situation or purpose. How does God equip us as his children? How? How does he equip us as his children? Number one, God equips us through life circumstances. Hallelujah. Through life's experiences. David said, a lion came upon me and a bear came upon me. He said, this Goliath will be like one of them. Come and say he was equipped. Let me tell you something. Don't face your Goliath until you have killed your lion and your bear. No. God equipped him for the Goliath through his life experiences. How do I know? How does God equip us to? He has given you a new identity. A new identity already. You are a Jew, a royal priesthood. You are a covenant child of God. Covenant people cannot be destroyed. Amen. Amen. I read the scripture. I think it was about three weeks ago. Let me share it with you. Jeremiah 1. I think towards verse 18 or so. In message version. I can't really remember. Yeah, Jeremiah 1. Impregnable as a castle. Immovable as a steel. Towards the end. Towards the end. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stand at attention while I prepare you for your walk. That's God speaking to Jeremiah. He said, I cannot do it. I cannot speak. God said, before I form you, your mother's woman, I have called you. God said, stand at attention while I prepare you for your walk. I'm making you as impregnable as a castle. Hey! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recable. Impregnable as a castle. Immovable as a steel pole. Solid as a concrete block wall. Equid. Equid. Come on, say, I will never be disadvantaged. You have been equipped. He said, You are a one man defense system. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Somebody here, you feel alone, like you are one man against a multitude. But God asked me to tell you, you will win. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. You will conquer. Yeah. You will win. You will conquer. You will overcome. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Where the wicked, even my foes, I say, is there any different between wicked and your foes? Rose up against me to eat my flesh. They stumble and they fall. Hallelujah. That's who you are. Immovable as a steel wall. Impregnable. Impregnable. You know, as a castle. Immovable as a steel wall. Solid as a concrete wall. That's who you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How does God equip us? By prophetic declaration. Hallelujah. What are the prophetic declarations this year? Against every trouble, against every storm, the Lord told us we are walking on waters. Hallelujah. If we equip us before this corona whatever came, the Lord has already equipped us for it. The Lord said you are walking on waters. Can I hear me to that? He said you are walking on waters. 
God told them, stay on course. Be focused. You know, some people now, everything in the news now is all on one coronavirus. What they are supposed to do, we're not doing it anymore. People aren't doing it anymore. Businesses are not collapsing. People are just focused on. But God said, as for you, stay on course. Be focused. Don't make it all about coronavirus. Don't be so preoccupied. Some people now, they, you see, if you go to, what is it called? If you go to Costco now, the line is all the way to outside. If you join that kind of line, hey, pardon me, Pastor. That, that's an, it's, it's a disgrace to grace. You say, Pastor, we have to rationalize. No, this coronavirus, it won't survive. Amen. It will not survive in this system. See, it will, the way it came, that's the way it will disappear. It came on knowing it will disappear already. Oh, listen, listen, we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. A city that is set on the hill that cannot be eaten. That's who we are. The frustration of the world. We live to the flourishing of the Oh, this is my city to flourish. This is my city to glow. This is my city to show them the kind of nature I have. This is the time to be bold. This is the time to be bold. To declare the lordship of Jesus. You want to be saved from coronavirus? Come with me to Jesus. This is evangelism right before our eyes. Don't join them. Don't be perturbed. Immovable as a steel post. You are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. You are unstoppable. Nothing will pull you down. Nothing will penetrate your body. The blood of Jesus falls in your bed. Before your children leave home, anoint them with the blood of Jesus. Pour the oil. Mix the oil of God on their cream. Hallelujah. God, God prepared us. He said, Rokhidon wind is not permitted in our boat. That's what God told us. That's what God told us. God said, do not cast away your tackling. Do not cast away your anchor. You know somebody who is casting away his anchor and his tackling. Oh, somebody comes to you and says, hey, you see, this coronavirus, you have to be prepared though, because all of us may go in isolation. And I said, yes, it's true. We may all go in isolation. Only God knows when we all get over this. You are casting away your anchor and your tackling already. God said, don't cast away your confidence. Speak with boldness. Speak with boldness. Tell them I'm exempted. Tell them, can I pray for you? Somebody comes to you and say, you know, my throat is itchy one way or the other. I'm one of my daughters here. Yeah. Not my biological daughter, spiritual daughter. Don't pass on. He said, Pastor, my throat is itchy, you know. Pastor said, get away from me. <laughs> if your throat is itchy, it's because you need to eat food. Pepperish food. Eat pepper, pepper. Your throat will, it will come down immediately. Glory to God. Don't, don't let the devil defeat you psychologically. Any battle that you can't win in your mind, you can't win it physically. Your child is sneezing. Say, hey, and I don't know whether this child. No, 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 no. Come and say we are exempted. Come and say redemption by exemption. Redemption by exemption. It's a pay attention to prophetic word. This is a prophetic word coming your way. You know, some people they don't even go to church now again because I don't even see beside somebody. Oh, okay, meters and greeters. The all is well with you. Hallelujah. <laughs> you shook. Did you okay, Baba? Maybe you shake her, maybe you don't shake her, whatever it is, but you are protected. Hallelujah. There is no coronavirus here. The moment somebody walking through this door, every virus dies. In Zion, there is no coronavirus. In Zion, we are winners. Hallelujah. In 
to the problem, sir. Come on now. Yes, Pastor. Thank you, sir. That's my, that's my darling. Yeah. We, we are solution. We are not problems. Yes. No problems. No problems. The client said, Can I hug you, Pastor Lola? He said, They said, Can I hug you, Lola? No, no, Pastor. Can I hug you in my office? I said, Sure, go ahead. He said, You are not afraid of coronavirus. I said, Even if you carry it, they will make you hug me. It will die. I am hanging on the wall. Like Peter, I'm just standing on the wall. Especially those of us who are medical professionals here. If all of you go into isolation, we don't have choice. We still have to go. So it's better a kukuma. I'll go in the Lord Jesus Christ. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run at him and is saved. I am saved. You are saved. Listen, because you are under this atmosphere, you are secure. I'm not psyching you up. I mean it from the depth of my heart. Hallelujah. Pay attention to some prophetic declaration. Some prophetic word will come, it will look stupid, but the more ridiculous, the more glorious it is. How can you explain? Peter, Peter in Acts 27, verse 22 to 23. Please open there, sir. Acts 27, 22 to 23. He stood up in the midst of the people. And I remember Brother who was mentioning this during one of his prayer. And he said, I exhort you. Listen, they were in the midst of the storm. I exhort you to be of good cheer, for there shall no loss of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. Does that really add up? I'm in the sea, high sea, and storm is moving me here and there. And one man with long beard came up and said, Be of good cheer, for there shall not be any loss of any man's life among you, but of the sheep. The sheep is the thing that is protecting me. <laughs> oh, the, the things of God are ridiculous. They are ridiculous. When God says some ridiculous things your way, you better run with it. The people, it's actually, you didn't even say anything. You're just looking at him like, okay, your own soul. Right? And what does this tell us? You see, if there's anything, shit means something that you anchor your faith on, something that you look at. A man made confidence, a man made, you know, things that you kind of lean on. There has no eternal value. Those are the things that will be lost. Praise the Lord. The sheep. It's only the sheep that will be lost. In the midst of this, you know what will be lost? My fear will be lost. Amen. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. Where you are, you are me with a melody. You surround me with the sun of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone. I'm no longer. 
thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm no longer a slave to fear, and I'm a child of God. Many people are living in fear right now. Go to the grocery store, you see their eyes. They are not talking to anyone. Okay, Abibola told me, she just traveled right now. I love, I love, I love, you know, our people. Just take it like that. So, so they travel from here, I think to Spain. In the plane, they had multicultural people, right? All, all over there. Everybody was just quiet and calm. My mother said, where she started, she just said, God, you are my light and my salvation, Lord, my life is in your hand. Said so somebody was even coughing, three rows behind. He said, Mama, I just told my husband, carry your back and leave the place. He said, so, they, anyway, they got to their stopover. From the stopover now, to catch a plane to Nigeria. The first plane wasn't full at all, they were all scattered. He said, when they got to the plane that will carry them to Nigeria, he said the plane was filled up and everywhere was bubbling. <laughs> he said people were just cracking jokes. You see, people were just laughing and enjoying. And she's like, ah, what makes the difference between the first plane and this? He said it's like nothing that people were talking about the way to an Amalade People were talking about Pandemia. People were talking about business. It's like they were in Zion. Inside the second plane. He said he looked around and he asked one man. Who was living in Nigeria said, Okay, you went for business and you are going back home. What is the situation back in, back in Africa about this coronavirus? <laughs> he said, The man answered her and said, You see, even if coronavirus enter Africa, <laughs> he will die immediately. <laughs> because the thing that they are dealing with <laughs> is greater than Corona. Corona will be afraid, he will just vanish immediately. <laughs> oh, the righteous shall be as bold as the lion. Knock it off. It said the righteous shall be as bold as lion. As bold as lion. Stay on course. No, it will cry down with blow at you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In wrapping up, he answered and said. Back to the scripture that we read. No, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire. They have no ought. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Wow. Through the storm, listen, prophetic for somebody. Through the storm, the revelation of Jesus is visible in your life. Yeah. Can I get a bigger event to that? In the name of Jesus. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the bonny fairy furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servant of the most high God. Level has changed. Yes. They are no longer Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. A title was given to them. Ye servant of the most high God. This is an unbeliever. Come forth and call either. Here is my prophetic word for somebody here. God will use the storm to confirm your identity. Yeah. The princes and governors and captains and the king's counselor being gathered together saw these men when they brought them out, right? 
upon whose bodies, thank you, upon whose bodies the fire had no power, upon whose bodies, your body is a vehicle to your destiny, your body will not suffer corruption. In the midst of whatever storm you are going through, your body will not suffer corruption. In the name of, nor was an ear on their head, sinned, he has recognized you know, signify glory. Your glory will not diminish. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Neither were their cold change. Your covering is intact. Yeah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Nor the smell of the fire had passed on them. I love it the way Tasha Cobbs put it. He said, No fire can burn me. No battle can turn me. No mountain can stop me because you hold my hand. I'm walking in your victory because your power is within me. No giant can defeat me because you hold my hand. No fire can burn you. Amen. You will at last the storm. Amen. In the name of Jesus.